This is a HeadGum Podcast. Good morning, Holy Spirit, and we say thank you, we say thank you, we say thank you, and we love you, we love you, we love you, and we thank you that you are here with us and you strengthen us each and every day. Father, we extend our hand to you, for you are the only help that we know, and we thank you that you are with us, and you take care of us, and you provide for us, and you love us, and we say what? Amen and amen. First Black woman in space and NASA astronaut, Dr. Mae Jemison, just released her second book, Find Where the Wind Goes. It's a story about following your dreams for younger generations. Mae's personal story of becoming a chemical engineer, a physician, and a scientist that she is today. Come on, a chemical engineer, a physician, and scientist? Miss Mae Jemison, girl, we live. Her story to all of this is due to her perseverance. When she was in school, a teacher told her that her dreams were too big and that she should be a nurse. Ha ha, the joke's on you. I am also here to report May has a different haircut now. Do y'all remember that photo that she had back in the 90s, girl? It looked like a buzz cut, but she had that one Elvis Presley curl. I was like, what's going on, girl? Now she has a lovely blowout. It's real cute. Her book sounds inspirational and sweet. Check her book out. Today is National Laugh Day, if you're listening to this the day the podcast drops. And I thought it would be a good time to talk about all the comedy greats who have come before us. We have a motto. Black women don't give a fuck. We don't give a fuck. We don't give a fuck about shit. We don't give a fuck. We don't give a fuck. Girl, you going to work tomorrow? Girl, fuck that job. <laughs> like, where would we be without black comics? Like Samore, Adele Givens, Bernie Mac. Do you remember when you would have to sneak up late to watch Comic View or when you stayed over your friend's house late at night, girl, because that was the only time you could watch Comic View if you didn't have cable? <laughs> Get you some life insurance in case you drop dead. You done lived your whole 50, 60 years, now somebody got buried you. That ain't cool. If you die on me, you short. Because when they call me, I'm going to say, that's him. I mean, y'all can keep him because I ain't got no money up here for Use him as a model dead man or something. When people come in there, just have them propped up. Look it. Coming to America. Unless you've been living under a rock, you know that Coming to America is now available on Amazon Prime. I don't want to give too much away about the film, but I can say much of the original cast is in the film. Shari Headley, who played the main love interest in the movie. Uh, Lisa McDowell is in it. Um, she's still so pretty. Arsenio Hall, Wesley Snipes, Garcelle Beauvais. Also, just to name some new folks, Tiana Taylor and Leslie Jones is in it. Tiana Taylor looks like money, girl. Money. She looks so damn good. Okay. 
Um, if you want to laugh, go check it out this weekend, y'all. It's going to be so good. It's good, y'all. I promise you it's so good. Okay, so one of the kings of comedy, Steve Harvey, says it's okay his daughter, Lori Harvey, is dating Michael B. Jordan. Oh, no, he's hot! Saying he's a nice guy, but he's not the sexiest man alive to me at all. Steve Harvey said he's the sexiest. I have to apologize. Yeah, with them chiclet teeth. Thank God he took that lace front off, girl, because that fake hair was killing me, okay? Okay, Mr. Hightower, I'm not sure if anyone is surprised about this. But we remember when uh, your daughter, Miss Lori, was dating Mr. P. Diddy, and y'all went on a double gross date? Gross. 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 Like, gross. Gross. P. Diddy is closer to your age than your daughter's. Gross. They, as a family, seem dedicated to marrying off that girl. But they just want her gone. All right, y'all. We'll be right back with my brother, Jaquise, from The Cat. He tells jokes. He's funny. He acts. You probably know Jaquise from his long-running podcast, Culture Kings. But uh, he has a new podcast on Headcomb. We're family. Uh, with TV writer Ray Sonny called The Cast. Can't wait to hear more from my brother, Jaquise Neal. Everybody, welcome. Ooh, what is up? How y'all doing? I'm here. Okay, this whole episode is, like, inspired by comedy. I grew up having to go to, like, we didn't have cable. We had to go to somebody else's house and Mm -hmm. watch Def Comedy Jam. Mm -hmm. So what would you, like, say has inspired Black comedians the most? Oh, man. You know, I, I, um, for me, you know, growing up, so, you know, I was born in the 80s, but I'm a 90s kid. And I How feel old are like you? I'm 34. I'm 34. Okay, we're the same age. We're okay, same so age. so it's it's kind of the same. You know, I feel like, and people get mad at me when I say this, but I feel like a lot of television, black television has taken a couple steps back as far as the quantity that was on when we were, you know, Very shorties. Valid. Very uh, valid. Because when we were shorties, like you said, we had like Comic For- View, uh, we had Deaf Comedy Jam. We had Family Matters. We had Fresh Prince, Martin. We had all these shows Living on TV. Living single. Living single. Shit, even my mama had like 227 and Amen. Yeah! And like, <laughs> you know, like, they had so much black they TV did. on. And and I, that's what shaped it for me. That's what shaped it for me because it wasn't just one show you could watch. You could watch a show Very almost true. every day. Hanging with Mr. Cooper. That- uh, you know, like it was so much on the, on the, on the tube. What so, was LL Cool J's TV show called? Oh, In the House. In, in the, the house. house. In the House. Shit, I in used to watch house. all of them. Sister, Sister, Girlfriend, like yes. all of them. It was, it, it was a boom. So for I- me, comedy and black TV, black comedy was just represented a lot more on television when we were kids, I feel like. What would you say, like we just named a bunch, what would you say are like the funniest yeah. black comedy shows or black TV, like black TV comedy? Yeah, yeah. You know, honestly, my number one favorite show of all time is Martin. Uh, yeah, iconic! 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 iconic. Uh, 
Martin is Martin. Martin was like a a, a live action cartoon almost. Yes, because it was just yes. so. But but that's not all that I loved about. You know, I'm an improviser too. So what I love about Martin is watching, especially now. Them niggas used to break all the time. Yeah, <laughs> like, and yes. they would keep it in. It was yes. such a loose show. Like yes. the energy was just so yes. natural and so real. It was, it's such a good show, man. So Martin is. Martin is at the top for me. For sure. Um, growing up, you know, I grew up on Sinbad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sinbad was a Sinbad was somebody who I grew up on in the house. Is he still with us? He's still, yes, he's still with like, us. He just know. had a stroke, man. He just had a stroke like okay. um, two, two months ago. So, oh, But man. he's still with us. He's still okay, with us. Okay, he's still with us. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, Sinbad is still kicking. I hope he comes out with a special soon, man. Sinbad he, was come funny. Come on, Netflix. Come on, Netflix. Come on, Netflix. Give Sinbad that money. So Sinbad was a, was a big deal He was me. like, yeah, now that I think about it, like Sinbad was that uncle mm-hmm. that was like everybody knew and would just cut the jokes I remember him from what a different world. Yeah, um, as the gym coach. Yeah, yes. Um, yeah, he. Yeah, okay. Give me your third one, and that we'll move on. Uh, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy, because it's weird. Because Eddie Murphy for me, even though I was a kid in the nineties, so a lot of Eddie Murphy's stuff I probably should not have been watching. Oh, right, uh, right. The fact my mom had me when she was very young, and then I also had an aunt who was pretty close in age to me. So we were almost raised like brother and sister. Mm-hmm. So like I would watch a lot of Eddie Murphy's movies, and I didn't watch his comedy specials. They took they didn't that, they didn't do yeah. that to me. You know, I still haven't even watched his comedy special. I heard they are a fierce piece of work, but like they watching are, Boomerang, yeah, watching um, Coming to America, Coming to America, yeah. Beverly Hill Cop, like yeah. all these movies, man. Which is oh Nutty Professor, you know, yes. like I, that was the one. Yeah, seeing him play, I will never forget, like the Hercules, Hercules, but just seeing him play like with three, four characters at one yes. time on the screen. Yes. I had never. I never seen that. It was so never. dope. I mean, we I had seen it with Martin because Martin did that a lot. Yeah, but not in but one But not room. in one scene, right. Yeah, not in, in one, one scene. scene. Yeah, that was. And then the thing about Nutty Professor, which here's what I, here's, and obviously when I was watching it then, I didn't know that. So this is hindsight. But here's why Nutty Professor is even a lot better than people give it credit for. It's because up until that point, you know, Eddie ruled the 90s, but he had a little yes. bit of a hiatus where you weren't getting like 80s Eddie. Very so, true. You know, and but Nutty Professor, most of the characters were just like the Eddie that was starting to become like the family comedy Eddie. Yeah, right. But Buddy Love was Eddie fucking Murphy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and Buddy Love was Eddie, man. <laughs> like, and Buddy and Buddy was funny as hell, man. Buddy was like pure 80s Eddie. And it was just it was beautiful to watch, man. I, I loved it. I loved it. How did you, now that we're talking about Eddie Murphy real quick, how did you feel about Norbit? I'm not a fan of Norbit. <laughs> I really wasn't either. I I'm was not, a fan not of I was just really, it, I, tr- mm, you, know. you know, you, yeah, it was bad. That was like the bad one for me. Daddy Daycare was better. Mr. Doolittle was better. Yeah. But, uh, I like some of Eddie's family movies. Man. Yeah. You know, they're, they're funny. It, it was, yeah, but the Norbit one. <laughs> I could not. It was. I, can't, I just felt it was too much. It was too much. It was too weird. I, you know, like <laughs> that was when he was also trying to just pair up with a whole bunch of white people. Uh, yeah, you know, like Call so that out. was him and Steve Martin. Call it out. 
<laughs> like they were trying to do the buddy between the white and the ebony and ivory. You yes, know? I do remember. Isn't it the same time he came out with like Holy Man? Yeah, and and Showtime and, or whatever yeah. the movie with Robert De Niro and I Spy with Owen Wilson. <laughs> like that whole run was just. Although even an I, I Spy was funny. I that's the thing about Eddie. Because even if a movie isn't, like, great, you'll always get a funny line from Eddie that just, that like, is true. takes like, you out. Very true. You think about it and you go, overall, not a good movie. But you think about Eddie Murphy, I at least got my money's worth. The yeah. 850 was good. The 850, the 850 was, was good. good. <laughs> I remember in I Spy. Like, I Spy was not funny to me. But I remember no. at the end of the movie, I forgot the, the woman who played, like, the lead character. But they were at the end and she had revealed herself as the double agent. And Eddie Murphy was like... Yo, hold on, hold on. You you stay back there with your long ass legs. You're gonna kick me in the face. Like he didn't say it like that, but just his in like the Eddie way. I'm just yeah. like, he's just still funny. He's still a legend. So those how, are the three. How do you feel about oh, Rest his Soul? The King. Mm. Uncle Bernie Mac. Bernie. Yeah. I, Bernie was Bernie was a big deal, man. It's, I, I'm from Chicago too. So oh, you know. So for sure. Bernie was a big deal even when I was a kid and and, you know, I didn't know him that much until probably mid-90s, and then especially mm-hmm. when Kings of Comedy came out. But yeah, I knew him definitely. from, like, Def Comedy Jam and things like that. I ain't people afraid the, of you. Right. I ain't afraid of you. <laughs> you, know, you know, but, like, yeah. people in the hood, man, we loved Bernie. You know, I, I, I grew up on, the like, in what they call the Wild Wild Hunters. So I grew up, like, in the deep south side of Chicago, which is okay. where Bernie was from, you know. And, like, he just had that Chicago energy. He just had, he was so funny. And then when he hit the scene in the way that he did uh-huh. with Kings of Comedy and, like, everybody now know, like, oh, Bernie's that dude. Uh, he, I, I, I loved Bernie. I loved Bernie. I loved, like, his different acts because he had, like, the first act where he was just wild Bernie Mac. Then he had the second act where he was like, oh, he's one of the greatest stand-up comedians of right. all time. And then he had the third act where he was like, oh, Bernie's a star. <laughs> like, Bernie's a star, right? I would watch the end scene of Just Kings of Comedy just for Bernie Mac. Like, yeah. the rest of it, I was like, it was, yeah, it was nothing. It was nothing. How do you feel about, let me ask you about some of the greats. Uh, yeah. Paul Mooney. I want to ask about Paul Mooney just because he's, like, so great, but then also so controversial. Like, Paul yeah. Mooney would tell jokes and be like, I don't care if you leave. Like, get <laughs> right. get. So, you know, how do you... Because uh, I took Paul Mooney's quote. He says, uh, when you have the complexion for the collection, it has protection. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I got that from Paul Mooney. And so, I don't know. He's just great to me. What do you... Yeah, Paul Mooney, you know, it's, it's funny. Um, I, for Paul Mooney... Growing up and throughout the uh, throughout the two thousands, I would say like I came to Paul Mooney late. Mm. Um, I didn't come to Paul Mooney until like the Chappelle Show, which list like even though that seems late, I have to remember like you know like we're thirty four, so the Chappelle Show yeah, was like was, early two thousands. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I was still 15. I was, like, 15 when I got introduced to Paul Mooney. So that's still young. Yeah. Uh, I love Paul Mooney. Paul Mooney is a legend. Paul Mooney is a legend who I wish got his flowers a lot more. I do Um, But he was very controversial. That's the thing. You know, a lot of comedians, especially a lot of black comedians, um, from the yesteryear, 
it's kind of that push and pull with like listening to some of the things because you know comedy in itself has matured i don't know if it's matured but it has we are starting to realize like it's a lot more sensitive than it's what a it lot was. more like, sensitive was, than what it was yeah i was watching deaf comedy jam recently and it was just a common thing for the men to come out into the crowd and be like hey yo you want to like come on let me lick this pussy da, 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 da. And it was, <laughs> yeah you could never say that to a woman now like you would hey Hang up that Netflix chat because they're not producing that. Like, right. you know, right. so it's just so, but to see, even like, I don't know, when I watch, there was just a rawness and in, in, in an essence that, yeah, we cared. I wish he would have got the, eh, whatever, anyway. Yeah, ah. he's a legend. He's a legend, though. A legend. And, and I, I would be hard pressed to find somebody who could watch anything that Paul Mooney does and not laugh because he's so. It's effortless. Like, that's what I love about Paul Mooney. You know, one thing that I actually love about stand-up comedians, or just comedians in general, and I know this because I do this, even as podcasters, we do this. You know, we're just very much heightened versions of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can and you can see it. You know, like, at the end of a, one of my favorite moments of stand-up comedy specials is the last moment when they tell their last joke, and uh-huh. then they're almost in the same breath. Like the their entire personality change. All right, thank y'all so much. I appreciate y'all. Right. <laughs> you no, know? but Paul Mooney is just like you are getting Paul Mooney. It seems so he authentic. He sits there. Yes. And the look, and just yes. And he, the way he it just rolls so like it's not comedy. Like yeah. he's just talking. He's just you talking know? to you. It's yeah. so crazy. Let's Perfect. talk about females who like. When you think of uh, black female comedians, before we think of the greats like Monique and 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 um, some more, who like who are the black women in your family that are the comedian? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny. I, I've been on. This seems boring now because she's blowing up. But Tiffany Haddish was has been a big deal for a, a hot ass minute. You a know. Hot minute. Uh, she was hitting the circuit for for a while, um, and and I had got introduced to her probably like in the mid two thousands. So when she blew up, I had almost forgot about her. <laughs> to be honest Didn't with you, did she do Def Comedy Jam? Yeah, she did Def Comedy Jam. She did Def Comedy Jam. So uh, I had almost forgot about her, and when she blew up again, I was like, oh shit, is that? Oh yeah, that's Tiffany Haddish. <sighs> Uh, which is dope, you know. So I'm, I'm really, I'm really, you know, happy for for her career. Um, my favorite black uh, lady comedian uh, has to be Adele Givens. Which did I see recently? Such a fucking lady. Yeah. Oh my god, just so funny, just so funny. My mom like loves Adele Gibbons. So that's why, you know, uh-huh. she introduced her to me. Um, and I just love her career. And I don't know why I thought I could be wrong about this, but some she didn't just pass away, did she? No. No, Wait. okay. No, she okay, some somebody passed away like like a week ago. And it was a it was a Oh my god, don't one do of that. the big No, she didn't. She didn't. She didn't. Oh my okay. gosh, bro! I was like, you about no. to? I was, like, I was about to say, all right, no, no, no. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. But Adele Gibbons is also from Chicago. Yes, um, yes, yes. So you know, like seeing 
seeing that Chicago flavor come, come, you know, because we had the Bernies and we had all the male comedians that came from Chicago. They get all the play. But Adele Gibbons also had a little bit of that. She had that Chicago she swag really to her. She really did. Very, yeah. very true. Very, very true. Who is like one of your uh, best stand-ups like ever, ever? Like which one is your favorite of all time? <sighs> yeah. Um... It could be your own. It could be, you know. I, it's not me. It's not my, I'm my own favorite. <laughs> no. No, I'm not. I don't do stand-up, uh, unfortunately. So I can't put my name in that hat. You know, I it's weird because it changes for me. Um, there's a couple who, you know, listen, for all the right reasons, like I he's off my list. Uh, but growing up, you know, Bill Cosby was a big deal in our house. Uh, but he's off the list, obviously, because he's... I was wondering who you was throwing off the list. I said, who is he getting rid of? Oh, you got, okay. yeah, you know, I've yeah. seen him twice live. That's really? like... Really? Which is crazy, you know, because he's old, <laughs> you oh. know? Uh, and you don't normally see 70, 80-year-old comedians live uh, in the 2000s, but I did. And, and so he was on the list for a while, but, you know, at Martin Lawrence... Yeah. You so crazy? Is that the first one or the second? That's his one? first one. Run tell that was the second. One. Run tell that was the second one, which is still good, still good. But you so crazy is mind blowing. I I still have to give it to Chappelle for me. Like Chappelle yeah, is. Thank you, thank you. I was really like, please, yeah. somebody, please. People, I gotta he, give it to Chappelle. Like he's people just hate him. He's brilliant. He's brilliant. He's brilliant. He's brilliant, and 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 listen, all the things that you know he's in the news for, I, I agree with as far as him punching down and and not realizing like that some of the things he says can be damaging to other yes yes um, yes, yes oppressed groups yes yes yes. So you know it's always hard to I don't want to necessarily say a but because that's not the thing. It's not a but. So it's always hard to like say that and realize that and know that one that's 100% true but then realize he's still he, one of the greatest of all time yeah I think no he's a I goat. Think white people white people get a, a pass for you know so being much. wrong and horrible and then they'll do something oh well they're still so I think the fact that Bernie is black and he says you know uneducated things about trans people um that oh well now we just have to throw him out no yeah no we're not throwing him out y'all we're not gonna you know what i mean very very that yeah we're not throwing him out for what it's worth it's still my favorite stand-up special um for what it's worth is for hands down i would put that against anything you know and even the richard priors the red foxes i'll put that against all of them and be like this this will stand george carlin even i love george carlin he's very funny but Dave Chappelle is the GOAT. <laughs> Dave Chappelle yeah, is the GOAT. He really, like, when you watch him, this man will smoke a blunt on stage and, like, keep focus. And, yeah. and, and like, the way, and it is, to me, like, he's the only one, at least I've seen, like, because I heard of Dave Chappelle, you heard him in, you saw him in the How High, and he was that little skinny-looking crackhead. Mm-hmm. Um, Shit, I'll take you back to Con Air. My man was in Con Air. Was what he was, was con. Kind of you remember the, the little Nicolas Cage movie uh, when he was a yes! villain or a yes! convict? I mean, yes! Dave Chappelle yes! was in that. <laughs> yes, I mean, you know, but to see him on stage and to like the way his jokes just flow, like I think 
you know what? He says he has trans friends. I'm going, they, they let you slide with a lot of foolishness then. Mm-hmm. But I do believe that people are people and they can have an opportunity to grow. But you cannot, like his geniusness, I go, I want to be able to flow like yeah. that with no, he, that, do you remember the, the special where he was like, I'm just going to pick a topic randomly and it was mm-hmm. something uh oh my i totally forgot anyway when he was just like i'm just a good ass joke teller like yes, or that yes yes, yeah. yes. and he yeah. t- and it was he's right he's just he's just good it's, at telling jokes so i pray that he gets educated but i do too <laughs> i really do okay. i do too because he's such an educated that's i think that's, that's the, the disappointing that's that the disappointing thing. thing that is the thing you're like wait a minute you're too smart yeah like you know what i mean like here you go no, sad. This is sad. I had a private conversation. I probably shouldn't say this in public because white people are listening, but I really don't care. <gasps> um, the breakdown in his last special about the the queerness in the car. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, I got it. I got yeah. it because as a person of color in the community, they, it's you're not. You know what I mean? So yeah. I got it. Um, so when I go, you how? I just go. How do you not? see how you just choose not to see trans That's people. what it is. It's like, choosing. It's an active choice and then yeah. you say things like, well, I'm an Asian man on the inside. Like, yeah. you yes. trifling bitch. You, trifling. you know what I mean? You and trifling. it was a funny joke. It was a funny so, yeah. joke, but it was trifling. No, you trifling. Yeah. You trifling. Yeah. Okay, let me ask you this question. Social media, um, do you think our favorites would be the same if they were starting out on social media like everything is today? Yeah. I struggle with this because I, I think about this often. And I, I think, let me just say the short answer is no. Um, my short answer is no, but I, I have hesitancy saying that. And, and this is why. Um, I think that if you're great, you're great. Uh, you're great. Like I use, I use, I, I, I think about this. This is the easiest way I can explain it. Um, I'm a basketball fan, so like in basketball, LeBron James, Michael Jordan, all these great players from different eras, right? And there's always this era versus era, which is fine. But one thing that I hate about that conversation is so and so couldn't play in this era, and I'm just like, greatness rises to the top. If you're great, mm-hmm. you figure out how to adapt in your era, yeah. right? Yeah. So I think with a lot of these great comedians, they do figure out how to adapt in their era. And I do think they could still be great. But the reason I say no is because in social media today, and this isn't, I guess social media has a lot to do with it. The instant gratification of our content is ruining a lot of things, in my opinion, because for the simple fact that we just don't live with things long anymore. Right. Um, we, it's always on to the next one, on to the next one. Like a, 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 a Drake song can come out and get 8 billion streams, but in three months, nobody cares about the song anymore. You know, Very versus true. when we were like, when we were younger, you know, we had to live with this shit for for a long ass time. We had to live with these cassette tapes or these CDs. Come on. Come on. And Tell listen to these stop. over don't and over. Again. Yes. Come on. <laughs> I mean, very that. Very that. You I know, mean, even with the comedy, I do agree. I think I I think if they 
you, I studied Kings of Comedy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever studied a viral video. No. You know, because no. it's the timing on everything. You know, when Bernie Mac said he walked his ass down, him downstairs. What the milk and cookies? <laughs> like, we all knew what the milk and cookies was. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know. I think no. Yeah. You know, I think, I think, I think no. like you said, greatness is great, but I don't, I would say, yes, these the the social media generation has, you know, found a way to ratata and get the funny, but I feel like the crafting of that joke, baby, you can file that thing and pull it out 16 years from now yeah. and it's still good. Like I think about Joan Rivers and she would write all of her, you know, she's not black, but she would write all of her jokes out and she can pull them out and they're still. You look at some of the things and it's like it was only hot for that moment. So yeah. how can it last? How can it teach? Right, because you forget about it. You forget about things so often now. And it's just the nature of it's just the nature of of where we are as a generation and in a society mm-hmm. with content. And and you know, I I I tried so hard not to be, you know, old man get off oh. my grass. <laughs> right. You know? Um because you know, let these young kids have their moment, man. We 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 had our moment, and and we're still having our. We're but still the young. Music, we ain't but old. The music ain't the same. No, the <laughs> hip hop ain't the same, ain't, bitch. It's not. It's they not. don't know Jada Kiss. They don't know. They don't know they Jada don't know, Kiss. They don't know. Uh, who was this? Give me they some don't Styles know Twister. Thank know, you. Give me some Twitter. Oh shit! Give me some crucial <laughs> conflict. Did you give hear me? that DMX is coming back? Uh, good luck. <laughs> I oh, hope he. I hope he. They, I hope he can survive. No, they said he's coming back. At least coming back with an album. Okay. I'll. Shit. I'm gonna listen. I'll be there. Look, it's gonna be right. Okay. I'll, I'll be there. Tell us about your podcast. How did you decide uh, that you wanted to cast this uh, dramatic reality show? Yeah. Yeah. So the cast. It's. Uh, it's really fun. You know. I'm a. I'm a. Ray. Let me. Let me start with Ray. Uh, the queen. How did Ray. y'all meet, by the way? She was a guest on my um, show, Culture Kings. Uh-huh. That's how we met. Uh-huh. And then she had been a guest like a couple times. And, you know, we, we connected on social media, talked. We were homies, you know, things like that. Um, and then I'm a huge fan of a reality show called MTV The Challenge. And my manager she- tried to get me to go out for that. And I really? said... I don't know if I'm the girl for that. <laughs> <laughs> I said, um, maybe I could do the gladiators back in the 80s where I knew it was right. I look like I might get hurt. I don't think I, so. listen, I think you can do it. I think you can do it. Oh you, I think you can gosh. do it. If if she if your manager asks you again, be like, all right, let me let me just think about it. Think about yeah. it. Think about it. Can you swim? Can you swim? No. Right, I can't you know, swim. Y'all then like you can really in. make it. Cause ah. black people on a challenge can't swim. Like they get they get the stereotypes. They get the but strong black you people that can't swim. Also, like, don't you also have to like build strategy like with people? It's politicking. It's politicking a social game. See, that's the part like I that's the part I feel like I wouldn't be good at. Or I feel like cause this is my thing. I'm always watching where the cameras are, okay? okay. And so I know, <laughs> this is the thing, I know where the cameras are. You yeah. got to think about how, when this comes out, how is this going to sound? Are you going to sound aggressive? Da, da, okay. da, da. So okay. me just trying to play somebody, they will be like, oh, Monique is a bitch. And they're probably not wet, you know? <laughs> right. I don't know. I right, do you think you would be, do you think you would be messy? Do you think you would be messy in the, in the reality house? <laughs> 
for sure. Okay, um, okay. I think I'm very team petty. I mean, I have the best confessionals already. I think um, you. I think you rock it. I think you rock it. It's the challenge Monique. part. It's the physical. Okay, it's the physical part. Okay, it's the physical Can, part. How about this? How about this? Can I have a tag? Like, let me tag somebody in. <laughs> <and> then, <laughs> No, you didn't can't have, have a tag. twins. Didn't they have a twins? They had Wasn't a bloodlines it? where you bl- okay. have your family. You had your family. Let me tell you. Also, there's a lot of people who aren't good at the challenges either. Like they just suck every year. People don't want them on their team, <sighs> but they're still good TV. <laughs> they're okay. still good TV. If you think you'd be good TV, I think you'd be perfect on. The challenge. Do you think they're gonna like? Are they still trying to work that out? We were shocked when Drag Race said they were filming. Is the challenge filming? Oh, the challenge is. I the season is almost over. The complete COVID season is almost over. They filmed it, did it, it's released, it's almost over, and they're back filming right now. Like, okay, they ain't stopped. Maybe, look. Because they're doing my, what the NBA did. They're in a bubble. <laughs> they're in a bubble. Uh, boom, boom. There you go. Yeah. Maybe I should. I don't know. <laughs> dude, dude. You, so you might even get vaccinated in the process. They might vaccinate. You know, like, let's get these well, challenges. Let's people just vaccinated. make sure it's the right vaccination, okay? okay. I want the one that, because Pfizer didn't take the one that he gave out. Okay. Wait a minute, right. Pfizer didn't take the one that who gave out? The, uh, Pfizer is the company, right? The CEO didn't take the one. <laughs> he didn't even take his own shot. He didn't. No, I said, uh-uh, I don't want that one. I don't want that one, okay? If Johnson & Johnson got a new one, I'll yeah. take that one. I just need to see them get shot from the same okay. vial, okay? I don't and want two separate vials. I feel that, and we've been rocking with Johnson & Johnson since birth, so, you know, okay. Johnson & Johnson know got that Johnson. name. I feel, I feel like they got us. They what got us. Yo. If they take care of the black folks, we'd be all right. Johnson & Johnson made a soap that don't burn your eyes. I trust Look, Johnson & Johnson. Okay. <laughs> I trust them. Take a hot bath and get out, squirt that uh, baby oil pack mm-hmm. dry, and you come out shining. 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 <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, we that's how we started. We had a podcast called The Deliberation, uh, where we just recapped uh, a season of The Challenge. And and yeah, it was it was fun. It was it was successful. People liked it. Headgum approached us. It was like, we want you guys to host a show um, that is reality TV show based. Boom. And so we came up with the idea. Ray is a reality show expert. I like reality shows. I like some more than others, but I'm a producer. I like putting together teams and cast and things like that. So Boom. it was kind of a perfect marriage where we just like, all right. Let's watch great reality TV show moments. And then let's pluck some of the reality stars from those moments and see if we can create the greatest reality TV show cast of all time. Uh, So that's how we're rocking it. I live. Talking about reality television, since you are a fan, do you watch any of that UK British uh, reality television? I don't watch it, but I'm starting to become more familiar with it. Because the challenge they have some pulls weird, them, they do. They, they have some funny stuff. Like there's, they have this one reality show where they take fat kids and they make them go in the woods and hunt with like BB guns. You <laughs> <laughs> be like, what is this show? What is this? What is this? Okay, outside of the challenge, give me a few of your other like reality shows that you have fallen in love with during this COVID uh, quarantine break, or just in general that we should get in tune to. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, I didn't think I ever would, but I, I started to get a little bit more into 90 Day Fiance. I uh, thought you were going to say The Bachelor, and I was so I about get, to... I, 
I I'm gonna say Jaquise. No, don't do I it. Can't, I just can't get. I can't get into the Bachelor. I don't know. How what do you it feel is. about this black guy? I I don't know much. I hear all the stuff about it. I know there. <laughs> I know he got some racist white people. I know he's also like a Repub- black Republican or some shit. You know. So like, I don't know. It's the ba- That's one reason why I don't watch The Bachelor because. <laughs> One, it ain't for us. It ain't they for didn't us. They make that show for us and just let it be. Let the world know let that the, they didn't make this show for us. They didn't make that us. show for us. Let How the, the fuck you go 20 have... seasons without one black bachelor or bachelor? Not one. Actually, wait a minute. They got one black girl. Well, Remember? That's what I'm saying. Before her. Like, they went oh. like 15, 20 seasons before they even Very had true. her. You... Like, come on now. Black people like to fall in love, too. Shit. <laughs> 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 I think we need our own separate franchise. But anyway, okay. Get So you said 90 days. 90 Day Fiance that, is wild. 90 Day Fiance is, is wild. Meta, uh, do you watch their other one, uh, Married at First Sight? I do not watch Married at First Sight because it, 90 Day Fiance is so much for me that I, because I don't even get that concept. I get it, but like intellectually, I'm like, this makes no sense to me. Married at First Sight is even more. <laughs> I mean, I could do it. Like, are you single? I'm not single. I'm not single. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I've been in a relationship for a very long time, so I think that's probably why married at first sight seems so. I'm like, shit, I'm not even married at a million sites. <laughs> <laughs> so married at first sight, what y'all doing? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. What if we create a new reality show right here? A new black comedy? Oh, I, I see it coming. Ooh, okay. I see it coming. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay you, we're trying to get you... And your girlfriend, mm-hmm. Mary. Okay. Um, in ninety days. In ninety days. Okay. In ninety days. Um, despite all the adversities of COVID, and um, we'll just throw. You know how re- reality tell it'll be scripted. So it'll be scripted. scripted. Lightly, lightly scripted. scripted. We lightly follow scripted. outline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We follow <laughs> outline. I'm here for. It. I'm here for. It. Yeah. Okay. Let's try now, to get y'all married. Are we trying to? In in, in in this wedding, even though it's COVID, are we still trying to have like a big blowout wedding, like people in the building? Yes, but we're okay. going to bring in the black girl from my best friend's wedding to try to shake things up. Oh, like, shit. That, wait a minute. Which black girl from my best friend's wedding? <laughs> wait, wait. That's, that's the Julia, Julia Roberts. Roberts. <laughs> that's the Julia Roberts one. I'm like, like listen, I love me some my best friend's wedding, but ain't nobody black in that movie. No, no, what was the what was the, the what was the black version with Tay Diggs and um, Oh, uh the best the best man? Or? The best man, the yeah, best man. We'll yeah, get yeah. her. She'll come in the wedding like on the day of and we'll see your your fiance like, can she fight? You know, yes, actually. I was about see, that's to, a big good. I was about what? to doubt her. I was about to doubt her for a second, but then all of a sudden, I remember she been taking Taekwondo and uh and and, and um and uh what's the other shit uh that you jujitsu and shit for like the past two years. She could beat my we ass. We will win an Emmy. We will win an Emmy. See, think okay. about it. Think. See the visual. See okay. the visual. Oh, I'm here. Wedding day. This it'll be thirty seconds. It'll be you know the candles, the flowers, uh-huh. everything. And next thing you know, you see the bride DDT and somebody. <laughs> we would go. This would win. This All would right. win. She DDT somebody. I hit her with a people's elbow. We, we yeah. you know. <laughs> okay, so should we tell her before or after that this is the lightly scripted part? Uh, no, we gonna, we, we, somebody got, can't be in the know. Somebody got to be authentic. <laughs> You would know. Uh, I would know. I would know. Yeah. But, but she, her, I, I think she, we we let her just live. We let her live. Yeah, I think this would be great. Look, Jacquees, I don't want to hold you up no more. I think we should sell this show. 
This Let's would sell work. It. Let's sell it. Who can? No, we can't go to Zeus because they don't pay people. We, we can't go to Zeus. Netflix ain't <laughs> Netflix ain't the right person. You know, TLC may pay some people. TLC TLC needs some more black people on they on they. Lifetime on they just did Wendy. Okay, Lifetime. Okay. I can fuck with Lifetime. Okay, maybe we can get a call. Danielle can call uh, BET Disney. No, what about? Wait a minute, Fox Soul. Fox Soul. <laughs> Fox Soul. There which we is go. which is now Disney, but Disney, you know, Disney oh. feel bad. Disney trying to do diversity, so like See? they'll really they'll give us all the money. They'll give us the bag, right? Now wait a minute, I don't know because if we sign, we could probably have one fight scene, but we're gonna have clean lives in person because you know Disney don't play. <laughs> Disney don't play. They don't. Okay, this was amazing. I just want to thank you so much for jumping on talking about comedians, black comedy, just what how it has shaped us. One last question: What would you yes. say? How do you feel that comedy is the release or how do you use comedy as the release or how should people use comedy as the release and to not look at things so, you know, skewed. So Just rigid to, and skewed. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I'll i answer this in this way. Um, personally, I'll, I'll go the roundabout way and then come to comedy. Personally, I think art in general. Mm-hmm. Everybody always downs like how much money artists make, right? Mm-hmm. And and I think because we just think of artists as Hollywood elites, right? But everything is art. What me and you are doing right now is art. People who write, they're artists. Like people who paint, like they're every anything that involves creation mm-hmm. is art, in my opinion. Um, like creative creation is art. And man, this world would be terrible without it. You know, this world would be so, like, we, everything revolves around us consuming creation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, So with That's comedy, funny. with comedy, the reason comedy is so important and the reason why you will hear some people say comedy is harder than drama. I'm a stage, you know, I started on the stage. I, mm-hmm. I did theater and comedy is harder than drama uh, because comedy is observational. Uh, Comedy is observational. And you can't fake it. You can't mm-hmm. fake comedy. Uh, you can tell when people are faking comedy. You can tell when it's not uh, authentic or is forced. And I'm not saying like even forced comedy isn't funny because it still can be. Mm-hmm. But you can tell a bullshitter from a mile away generally, right? And I think that's how we have to approach a lot of things is that observational eye of looking at what is just the core truth of what this means. Because there's comedy in a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And the reason that is, is because you are painting what you're watching or consuming, which is blue, onto a white background. And you're seeing what pops. You're Boom. seeing what pops. And Boom. if you can find what pops in every situation, you can actually break down what's important and what's not in every situation, Right. And I think comedy is important for that reason because it forces us to just look at what is the core belief here or what is the core truth here. Like, that's what improv is. Just what's your core belief? Mm-hmm. What's your justification? Um, these are a lot of words that a lot of people don't think about when they think of comedy, but they are truly the core parts of what makes comedy funny is, do I believe what this person is saying? I mm-hmm. do then that's why it's funny to me. Like, Boom. that's it. That's Boom. it. Boom. I, I, yes. Yes. We're just going to close on that. Like, that was beautiful. Like, that was it. 
used to be a pastor. Or you know, <laughs> my, grandma is an evan- my grandmother is an evangelist, you know. So it was, I gotta, very, uh, it was very the benediction. All right, saints, <laughs> let's just pass the offering plate. Amen. We're make sure that Brother Jockeys gets a, a, a love, love offering as he leaves. <laughs> Pay your tithes and offerings. Okay, you know? okay. Uh, <laughs> tell everybody where they can follow you and stay oh, up with you. Yes, yes, you can follow me in these streets. Follow me in these streets. Uh, also, you can follow me at Jackie Snell on everything. Uh, that's the easiest way to find out what I'm up to, what I'm doing, and to hear me just tweeting silly stuff. So, Brother Jackie, this was amazing. Thank you so much for hopping on. I appreciate you. You're in Burbank. I would love to get my manager, and I, I feel like you would be great to like try food with and oh, joke. Oh, yes. So, yeah, I it. think that would be great, like, uh, digital content. So, yeah. Let's do it. Great. Girl, now it's your turn. Hey, Monique. It is Ro from L.A. I have a question. Can you give me advice on how to stay positive with everything that's going on in the world? How do you stay positive? How do you stay in a good place? And how do you keep yourself together? Thank you. Hello, Romaine. Hello, hello, hello. You are fabulous and lovely. Romaine, I want to say I'm not even going to shoot you. No kind of bs Like, I pray and I commune with the Father. Um, and I just know that all of this has an end point. Like, there's a time. Like, this is not going to be forever. Um, and then, then for me, I also have just been trying to create and work on different opportunities um, for me to to switch my position up. So maybe I would tell you to do the same thing. Like if there's a dream or something in your heart, I would tell you maybe now, if you haven't started during the first half of this quarantine light break, I would tell you start now and really like whatever it is and however you can at least start going after whatever that dream, that goal is to switch up your position um, then do that. Like for me, when I say switch up my position, I mean like to financially put me in a place that <clears throat> God forbid if this remains longer or it happens again, that I am not just strapped like I was before, you know, um, to make sure that I have connections and resources to provide other people, not just my immediate family. So I don't, I would just kind of want to encourage you there. Like I think sometimes in the darkness, that is a perfect time to create. You know, it's almost like stepping in alignment with God. You know, God created us from the nothingness, from dirt. So much in this nothingness of this situation, what can we create? What can we dream? What can we believe for? What can we hope for? And that's what I would encourage you with. Um, And to not let anything steal your joy and just to always protect it and just do what you can to just make sure that you are staying sane and uplifted and encouraged. And I will keep you in my prayers, Brother Romaine, and I love you, and I'll talk to you soon. All right, y'all. Well, I want to hear from you like I heard from Brother Romaine. So call, email, text, voicemail, and the number is 818-252-9468. That's 818-252-9468. And email us at aceofheartspod at gmail.com. That's aceofheartspod at gmail.com. And we'll hear you next time. We'll see you next time. We'll hear from you next time here on HeadCom. Bye!
That was a HeadGum Podcast.